Welcome back into our Acres Huskers Radio Broadcast Center. Acres Equipment Nebraska's premier John Deere dealer with 27 locations across Nebraska and into Kansas Acres solution for every field. I'm Jessica Cootie and very excited to be joined by head coach of Nebraska softball, Rhonda Ravel. And hey, you guys are in the middle of fall softball going on right now. You got had an inner squad last week. You got one coming up this week. Uh, how's it going? How's the fall for you? You know what? It's going well. And this is actually game game week because we get to face an opponent on Sunday. So the inner squads are going well. Um, it's just always a great teaching time. The weather's beautiful. We're outside a lot. Sometimes that doesn't happen in January. So it's really nice to be outside on the dirt and just taking advantage of the reps, the game-like reps we're getting. Were you guys able to have fall last year? Yes, but not playing outside competition. We so, just played each other a lot. So this is a great experience. What, what are you looking for? What are you looking to get out of your team in the fall season? You know, really trying to get into a great competitive spirit. You know, mm -hmm. it's like I said last night, we had a Zoom for our parents. I said, uh, we're going to play to win. You know, because the more you can see, feel, taste victory early and often, the more it gets in you, and you want it in you by the time you hit spring. And so, you know, but also just really playing with a lot of, you know, attack, attacking, attacking, attacking. And, and that may be more of a mentality sometimes than, you know, when you think of softball, because there's a pause between every pitch. And so it's like, how do you attack everything about it? But um, in a mentality, I believe you can. So you had um, an open scrimmage last Thursday at 345. You'll have another one coming up this Thursday, 345, that's open to the fans. And then Omaha, a doubleheader comes in on Sunday. But uh, before we dive into that, let's go back to last week's. And uh, you had a freshman, your a uh, Ava Breadwell, your freshman, two for three, big day for her. What have you seen out of her? Well, I've seen Ava being Ava. You know, I watched <laughs> her all summer do that all summer. So it was really nice to just see her transition in the box for us and uh, come up in clutch situations. So that's fun for her. And what about, you know, the pitching? You, you had, what, four different pitchers out there. What did you see out of them? Well, you know, here's what I told our director of ops, because she was doing the, the stuff on uh, our social media accounts. The score was deceptive because we started with runners on base every time. Okay. So we started situationally. So when we're starting with runners on second and third or first and second, you kind of expect some runs to cross the board. So I can't even remember the final score, but I told, I told Aaron this week, we need to put an asterisk. Please <laughs> note that we're playing situations. So. Yeah, I think it was 13 to 6. So yeah. The pitchers did not give up that many no, runs. No, 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 no. In fact, in fact, like Liv Farrell didn't give up an earned run, and she had to pitch out of situations where there were sometimes just one person on base to start, but uh, a couple times two people on base. So the fact that she was able to work out of those pressure situations. And, you know, that's the other thing about the fall. It's like, let's put the pressure on and let us work out of it. Yeah, so that competition with you know having so many people come back and then you're bringing in some newcomers i, I mean that's got to be good to to breed that kind of competition it makes you better right it it does and it is and you know last year we had such a big freshman class with eight this year it's just three and so it almost feels like a veteran team and that we can hit the ground running and you're doing a lot of teaching but it's not it's not teaching from square one. It's like teaching from this point moving forward. So in the fall, are you looking to kind of set a lineup or is that something where it'll be open competition? Like what are you kind of looking for people to maybe separate themselves there? Yes, you, you, you nailed all of it. Okay. Uh, I mean, all of that happens. <laughs> I think, of course, you start to create a depth chart, but yet we're going to continue to compete and continue to practice for several more months before we actually get into our spring season. So there's obviously opportunity to move and and move around so but this is a time to perform against an opponent and anytime you have a chance to perform um, you can do some things to separate yourself so I, I think that's going on as well 
At the end of last year, I know you guys, I think you told us in the summer that kind of playing well and, and uh, had some good battles. Did that kind of carry over into, you know, leading to, into what you're seeing kind of this fall? Yes, I think so, especially when you have people that play multiple positions. So like right now in our outfield, like Ava Bredwell, you talk about her. She's a catcher, but we've got her playing in the outfield too because she did both in the summer. And so I think that, uh, you know, when you can – when you can have three or four of your positions that there's healthy competition going on every day, it's a good, it's a good thing to have. And, you know, I'll tell you, our middles are pretty well set. Let's, let's keep them healthy. And <laughs> Cami Barra and Billy Andrews. Uh, and, you know, we've, we've been very fortunate by having a grad transfer in Maya Felder, who is doing a really nice job and finds herself right in the middle of our hitting lineup, which is great. So we have a lot of nice things going as well. What about uh, Courtney Wallace as well? Uh, the utility did both for you. Is she going to continue to do that? She will, but I'll, I'll tell you, her priority is, and as it should be, in the pitching realm. Because, you know, in, in collegiate softball, I used to see all the time a pitcher would start a game and finish a game. And as you, as you watch and look at the co collegiate game now, it's not uncommon. In fact, it's probably more common to have at least two pitchers mm -hmm share a game so she'll she'll be on the mound a lot even if it's not for a full game that's how tough is that to balance you know playing a position hitting because she hit for you guys as well was what your third leading hitter and then also getting in the circle well and that's why the fall so important and not only just from a competitive standpoint on game day but also on practice day how to manage it and then working with our uh, strength and conditioning coach on how to train their bodies to be able to endure it and be at their best when their best is needed. So coming up uh, this Sunday, you got a doubleheader with Omaha. Uh, what, what do you, how do you approach that when you got two games? And then also you said you're playing to win it, but this won't, you won't have situations going on, right? So is this like a, a normal game? What are you looking for out of your team? Yeah, so it is a normal game. The one thing that we usually do in the fall and will continue to do is we have free substitution. So so some teams will run 10 hitters in a lineup, some will run nine. You'll have some people that will base run, you know, go in and pinch run five or six times in a game, and that's all good. Uh, but what we're looking for is really to establish our pitching. Uh, and what I mean by that is going out and attacking, attacking the strike zone, attacking the hitters, uh, you know, right from the get-go. Because if you talk to our pitchers, they'd probably tell you, the, if they could change anything about last year, they would have started stronger right from the get-go. And mm -hmm. so we're really focusing a lot on starting strong and finishing strong. Uh, I think the other thing that, you know, because we graduated Tristan Edwards, it's like looking for who's going to step up and step into that role of being a big RBI person. Uh, we'll, keep, we'll keep Billy Andrews right there at the top. Cami Barr had a nice year last year. Uh, you look for Kaylin Kenny, who has a lot of power. Now she's in her second year, feeling a lot more comfortable in her swing. You're going to see a lot of RBIs out of there. And like I mentioned before, Maya Felder uh, is going to be right in the middle of our lineup doing some great things. Cam also had a big day for you uh, on in the inner squad, two for three as well. Uh, do you feel like she could take another step forward and, and uh, have another big season for you? I do. You know, what's really interesting about both Cam and Olivia Farrell is being uh, super seniors, it, you know, taking advantage of the, the COVID extension. Every day, they're just like kids. You know, they're just, they, they feel like they're on borrowed time. They feel like they've been given a gift. And so just the gratitude and the spirit with which they're, coming to practice every day really rubs off on everybody else. So um, it, it in some ways just frees them up to just have joy in the game. And then again, that trickles down to everybody else. 
You had mentioned uh, Maya, and I think the last time you were on our show, she was going to maybe commit the next day, so we couldn't talk about we her. We couldn't so, talk about her. Yeah, yeah, so what can fans maybe expect with her? You know what? You're you're right. Yeah, I, I couldn't like, say her name. I couldn't, we couldn't say talk her name. about her, but then it one. was official the next day, yeah. so, uh, so we, we haven't got to talk to you right. about her. Right. So Maya comes to us from the University of Oregon, where she graduated in three years, so she actually has two years of eligibility. So yay, Huskers. We get two <laughs> years with Maya, so that'll be great. Awesome. Um, you know, she is a worker. I am, mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you, and I'd heard that about her, but... Uh, nobody is going to outwork that young woman, and so she has a very, you know, here's the one thing when you get a transfer that's a, already a grad student, they're, they're pretty, they, they know themselves, they know their swings, they, she's known as a hitter, so it's been really fun for Coach Miller, it's a different dialogue than you're having with a freshman, right, so she has a little more mature, mature approach heading in and knows who she is, and so I think, um, you know, what we're going to expect from her, I, it's, nothing's going to surprise me, I mean, she, even in scrimmage situations, she's very clutch already. Um, and who's gonna who's gonna not love clutch? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so with so many people coming back, and then adding Maya, and then you have these freshmen. How much do you expect your freshmen to come in and compete for for some playing time as well? I, I think they all have an opportunity to come in and compete. You know. I, that's the one thing that's never really promised is playing time, that you earn your playing time, and that's a good thing. And it keeps everybody sharp, and it keeps everybody coming to practice with a good focused energy every day. How much, uh, you mentioned earlier about the fall and kind of being able to teach and grow. How much do you enjoy this time and kind of is not so much pressure of the games, but kind of really getting it, able to get in there and teach and and. It's a different feel, right? It's a really different feel. It's a very different vibe. And you know, you come from a family of educators, and all of our coaching staff were trained teachers. And so in many ways, this is our favorite time of year because it's truly a teaching time. So we get to really just roll up our sleeves and be teachers as much or even more than coaches. Okay, so um, again, both of these, the scrimmage on um, Thursday, but then Omaha as well, the doubleheader, will be streaming live, but how much uh, would you guys like to have some fans out we there? We would love to have some fans because we can. Yeah. So because we can, let's do. Yeah, because so last year you didn't get to play in front of fans, right? Not so, in the fall. You'd see people up hiding in the trees, you know, outside <laughs> the fences and stuff. So It's supposed to be beautiful weather, right? Gorgeous. Gorgeous fall weather. So um, you just getting a feel for that, right? A game like Phil would be big for this team, right? It, it'd be great. And we purposely put it on a Sunday so it doesn't interfere with college football or the Huskers playing football. So should be good. All right. Well, uh, Rhonda, we appreciate your time. Can't wait uh, to see you guys out there on Sunday. Thank you, Jessica. All right, and again, uh, visit a participating Agco dealer between September 20th and November 12th and enter for a chance to win a pair of tickets to the Nebraska-Iowa football game on November 26th in Lincoln, plus pregame tailgate. See participating Agco locations across Nebraska, and you can win this season. Thanks, Rhonda Ravel. We appreciate your time, and uh, we got more Sports Nightly coming up right after this.